Welcome to the Speech Source Podcast. My name is Mary Brzeek. And I'm Kim Dillon. We are two pediatric speech-language pathologists with a combined 25 years of experience. We are your source for speech, language, feeding, play, and much more in between. Welcome to Friday Favorites. We are starting something and trying something different. We're going to do a video format because we have had people request wanting to see the objects and the items that we're talking about. So we thought this would be a good way to talk about some of our favorites, how we use them, but also have a visual of what we're talking about. So you can still listen on podcasts, just an audio form, but then you can also, if you want the visual of what we're talking about, you can check it out on YouTube, which is the speech source is our YouTube channel. And we'll have this video posted there for you to see what we're talking about. So Today on Friday Favorites, we're talking about some of our favorite toys again. And Mary, what did you bring today? Sure. So today I brought a Melissa and Doug stacking garage. So I'm going to hold it up next to me in a white <laughs> style. Um, now that we are on YouTube on our little channel, I love this garage. It is rattling as I'm so sorry, podcast listeners, you probably hear that, but mm-hmm. um because it's a really high quality wooden toy, which I love, you know, it's got to be indestructible if we're talking about kids toys. And this garage is really great for language skills. And I would probably put it, it says three plus, I would think two-year-olds would love this. I mean, or even 18 months. I think that you can go way lower on this toy and way younger and it would really be enjoyable. So It's just a little stacking garage and you have all of these really pretty colors of cars and the cars can go all the way down the garage and there's a nice little, um, little gate at the bottom and you can use the language of open, close or open, shut, shut is sometimes a little bit easier to say than close. So that's a great word to say. And then you can, of course, use the great vocabulary of all the colors. I like that there's actually three different kinds of blues. So you can say light blue or dark blue, medium blue. That's kind of a little bit more advanced in colors, which is nice. And then we can also work on some good sounds. A lot of times with early kids, we're just wanting sound effects. So as the cars move down, like for example, Um, If you open this little gate, the cars are going to move down as you take out a car using that good sound. So the K is supposed to be developed by three years of age. So when you, when you put it, make a car go down, you're going to practice that sound and take it out and the cars crash. So that's a really fun way to play with this toy. Reinforcing too, when the, when you pull out the car and it crashes like that, And you say that they're reinforced by what was happening too, which is going to be more motivating for them to try that sound. So I like that. Right. And then they hear the crash, they can imitate the crash. And of course we've got really great vocabulary with cars, like going beep, beep, vroom, vroom, or even without that, just going, that's a great sound. That's getting ready for your V's and your F's and your R's. It's just all these sound effects are really important to play with kids so that you can really develop that. The last thing that I really like about this toy is that 
it has options to hold the pieces. And that might seem like a really small thing, but it's actually really important. And it makes kids love or hate a toy is how can they manipulate the pieces? Mm -hmm. So um, when they're younger, they're going to whole hand this car. And then when they're older, then you've got this little peg. And we know that this is such a more fine motor skill to hold the little peg that's on top of the car and you can really twist it. If the garage is empty, they're going to get kind of wonky and you're going to have to twist it and put it back into place. So, um, yeah, this is just a really great toy to work on beginning sounds, car levers, puzzle levers, and always love that it's in a nice compact stack so that for organization, you can put it away, all the cars go in and it's, it's done. Not all the yeah. cars are having to find a basket or something. Right. And they're able to help organize that too. And that's kind of how you can end that task. We put them all back in. So that's right. Perfect. Right. I love that. I've never seen that before. We have the stacking garages with the different colors that are the boxes that are the nesting oh, boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cars look similar. I think it's Melissa and Doug also. Same colors, same kind of style of car, and you can stack the garages and put them in. So I like how it's those would be two great toys that are similar to each other, but um, you know, you can use them in different ways that might be familiar with someone who's trying to transition to adding a new toy in their world and in their play. So those are great. Yes. And I feel like as speech pathologists, we're always looking for toys that kids don't have, but that are just this little sidestep from what they love. Mm-hmm. So that's new and engaging. And I really like this one for that reason. Yeah. It's just something that kids might not have in, at home or have seen at their preschool or whatever. And so when they see it and I bring it out, it's really fun. And cars, it's always just a big hit. So Kim, what did you bring today for your Friday favorite? Okay, so I brought my box of wind-up toys. This is how I keep them. You can put them in anything, but I have this little container that just easy to carry. And so depending on the session, I either bring them all or I might be targeting a few, but wind-up toys have been something I use all the time for all different ages. And I can, you can buy them in bulk on Amazon. You can get like 20 in a pack and it's great because it can be a variety of animals, objects. Sometimes they're themed. Like the last one I got had a Santa Claus and a snowman in it for Christmas. Um, One of them has like a little witch for Halloween. These are great, especially if you're wanting multiple for an activity and lots of different, just new exposure and trials but I will tell you, they're not as um, durable and lasting as the ones that you find at specialty stores. So toy stores, um, even sometimes Walgreens and CVS, especially during Easter is when I tend to see them a lot on their Easter aisle for baskets, maybe I'm not sure, but they will have kind of just the better quality wind up toys. I have had those forever. My other ones that I get on bulk and Amazon, they do kind of start like not doing their tricks like they're supposed to, but, and I'll show you the difference between both. So these are just little ones that I get like in my bulk. So it's a little turtle and a little, so the, um, the puppy does a little flip. The turtle does his, um, arms and legs, like it's swimming. There's an airplane in the bulk one. Um, there's a panda bear, 
and a bug and a monkey that walks on his hands. So these are all great. But then the ones that I've just loved and had forever, they're just quality made. I have a caterpillar that like crawls. It's really cute. Mm -hmm. And I have a frog that dances. So these are just ones that they're bigger, they're better. I use them all the time. This is why I love wind up toys. It's so exciting for kids to see what they're going to do because some things are really slow. Some are fast, some dance, some walk, some flip, some hop. So it's that anticipation of seeing what it's going to do. And then it's great too, because you can always work on that ready, set and go fill in. So you can wind it, you can have it holding. And so it's like all ready to go. And that's just really reinforcing for them to be like, go or sign, go or use their device to push go. And then you let go and it does its little like dance or whatever it's going to do. They're great in there. You know, you can also work on the vocabulary, whether um, they're animals, talk about the different vocabulary. For my bigger kids and older kids, we might work on describing. So if I have an object, tell me three things about the frog. It's green, it lives in the water, and it can hop. And so once they give me their three things, then we see what the frog does. So we can do that with different objects, you know, with the airplane it flies in the sky, just talking about it, describing it. You can do those with some of your older language kids. Um, and then one of the great things to do, and I wanted to bring this out with Easter coming up. Okay. That frog is going to keep going. Um, <clears throat> is using eggs. I love to put them in an egg. So I will have the eggs pre-filled. So I might pre-fill 10 eggs and we have different colors. So here's another you know, do you want orange? Do you want yellow? So they're working on their colors and making a choice, but we shake it. We know there's something in there and then they get to practice open. So we're going to open the egg and then we have a puppy. So we can go back to what we're working on with that. Ready, set, go. One, two, three, talk about what it's going to do. And then once they've seen it once, you can ask that question, what's the puppy going to do? And then he's going to flip. This one does a little flip. So then you can also just work on, okay, now our eggs empty, different kind of concepts like that. Open, close. There's so many things you can do with just the wind up toys and the egg. And it doesn't always have to be an egg. I use, um, I have this little spin thing that has doors. I put them in there, put them in a bag. I put them in a box, just something where they can't see it and it's hidden and they have to request to open it, um, or see what's inside. So I really do use these all the time. They make great stocking stuffers for Christmas. They also make great Easter basket, little fillers. They're just, they're fun and cute. So if you're ever at some of those specialty toys and I do, I just, you know, try to get one here and there. I've collected them over the years. They're great. So I love those. That's perfect. You know what? I've done the same thing, Kim, where I thought, you know what? I'm just going to do the big Amazon bag of windups. And then you get them in the mail. There's 30 of them. You think you've hit the jackpot. And then like, you know, you've got to throw away five already because they didn't actually work. And then, yeah. (laughs) yeah. So it's true. They're, they're really a good item. And I know I've found them in the past at like Michael's and Hobby Lobby, you Mm -hmm. know, those bins and they have the, the plastic dinosaurs. They're usually in that like tower. Yes. You know, that and clear tower. Yes. Somewhere else, Cracker Barrel. I don't oh, you know. They have that little toy section. Yeah. I've seen them there also. And yeah. Yes. Some those places are, like that. 
Those are great to pick up. And I love, yeah, the kind of like my little car puzzle. I mean, the motor skill mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. twisting, the little wind up is so hard. And it's really hard to find reasons for kids to ask you for help. Yes. Sometimes. And that is so motivating that they want that frog to dance. And though, mm-hmm. and so they might be willing to say, you know, mom or Kim, can you like help me? Right. Whereas usually they just do it themselves. Yeah. And then you have the actions too. They're walking, they're mm-hmm. dancing, they're flipping. You can work on all kinds of actions fast and slow. That's another concept that you can work on with that. And you're right, Mary. I don't think I have many kids who can wind them up themselves. I don't, I mean, I would say five and under that's a pretty tricky because it, it's not only the small grasps, but they're it's just, it's tricky. And so it's, you do have a little bit more control with if they really, if they really want to see it. They need you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know we need to, we need to get that for communication. The other thing I was going to say that I love doing with windups is with your kids who need to work on tenses. It's mm-hmm. amazing to work on windups because you have this thing, say jump, for example, you have your little monkey that jumps as you're watching it, you're saying, he is jumping. And then once it stops, we line up all the people and we're going to say, okay, remember what did the monkey do? He jumped. He swam. He ran. And so you're using that past tense. And then the next time you get him out with your kid, you're going to be like, wait, I bet we remember. What do you think the monkey will do? Oh, he will jump or he will. And so then you can use this like, future, past, I like present, that. and yeah. kind of understand time because time concepts, man, that's hard. That is tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these were great. These are two really, really good toys. We hope that being able to see them, if you're interested in seeing them is helpful. So thanks for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook, the speech source. And then our website is the Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and check out our website, thespeechsource.com. Also, check us out on Instagram for more ideas on speech, language, feeding, and play.